Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, everyone. The jewels of Crown are nigh. My name is Jack, and I'm back with more lovely pictures, joined by Ross and Andrew. How are you, boys? Ross, how are you? Full of trepidation. Trepidation? Because of the current situation. We don't know at the time of recording, of course, if the show is going to go Last ahead. Last night mm-hmm. was the New York, was it the New York Post? Uh, Who the hell was, was it? Uh, one of no, the Wall Street Journal. Wall Street well, Journal. One of, them. one of the big uh, fancy yeah. buys was like there's some, some attack could go down in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, they're going over that at the weekend. So, so uh, the Wall Street Journal reported that uh, Saudi Arabian and US uh, officials or intelligence has kind of collaborated and worked out that apparently there could be an attack from Iran on Saudi Arabia very mm. shortly, which means obviously that's bigger than wrestling. But yeah. just from a wrestling point of view, what this video is about means that we don't know whether the show is actually going to go ahead. Mm. PW Insider recently reported that internally in WWE, apparently the plan at the minute is for everything to go ahead as planned, but there are contingencies in place. So yes. yeah, strange one. But they're still announcing matches. They announced a match last night. The women's, the tag, women's team tag team match. title match. Yeah. yeah. So it looks as though everything's going through as planned. But how are you in yourselves? Fine. Yeah. Fine, yeah. Yeah, fine Take as well. Taking along, TikTok. I'm, I'm excited for some pictures. Like a clock. The pie don't stop, no. No, no, no. Um, it's the sound of the rude boys. Sound <laughs> of the rude boys. <laughs> we're going to go around in a circle. We're going to go, oh, yes. Oh, now I get what you were doing. <laughs> that was. What a program that <laughs> On was. On his little Nokia telephone. Oh, the shah, 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 Oh, yes. Shah. What a, what Nobody a program. Nobody knows what we're saying. It no, was no, so no, no, good. No, it was good. And then Tamsin went on to be in the Inbetweeners. She played Simon's girlfriend. And she's yeah, married to she Simon did. IRL now. With no! no way. Simon, wow. I saw this on Instagram last night, by the way. Simon from the Inbetweeners is now 39 years old, yeah. which is the age Greg Davies was when the first series of the Inbetweeners oh, happened. No way. We are old men. We are going to die soon. So... Uh, nine pitches. We've each brought three pitches to the table regarding Crown Jewel this Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. We will be doing a live streamed reactions kind of thing as well. What happened at? That's all if the show goes ahead, of course. Uh, and we're going to end up with nine lovely pitches. Uh, remember, though, the golden rule. It's not what we think's going to happen. It's, it's what, what we want to happen. happen. Yeah. Song? What song? Oh, he didn't sing a song this time. Huh? Normally, he sing a bit of song sometimes, yeah. I need to get serious. Oh, okay, okay. Go on then, what's your first pitch? Lads, I want you to check out my melody. Ch- check out, check out my melody. I hear the tones of Fred Durst singing. Speed your journey, wrestling fans, for we are about to head to the kingdom of Saudi Arabia with the future of the business very much in peril. You think you're special? You do, I can see it in your eyes. A nation singing! 
With one voice, tis a song of hope, a song of defiance, a song of attitude that floats through the ears like a luchador spiraling off the top rope that rolls over the mountain tops like crimson rolling thunder or make foley tumbling off the top of a cage like structure. A storm, a tribal storm is coming to the gates of Crown Jewel. It sparkles and crackles with the spirit of Hulkamania, Yeselmania, Botchamania, and more recently Sami Zayn's ascent, I should say, to the role of honorary Oos. Oh, so Oosie. It turns the pages of the history books and finds Roman's page there at Crown Jewel waiting to be written. Written, sorry. Still waiting to be written. What will you write there, Roman? Dare you write your name on that page or will you let a YouTuber steal your pen and put his name where yours once was? The World Wrestling Federation for over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment and far from home, far from the old land of our fathers, the red, white and blue. When you are standing there listening to generic young person song number 56, otherwise known as Logan Paul's entrance wrestling theme <laughs> startup, shoulder to shoulder with your blood in line, teammates, friends, brothers, princes all, selected by the divine. When you're standing there, side by side, and that generic bollocks of a song begins, close your eyes, Roman, and feel the breath on the back of your necks. Bloodline all, feel the breath on the back of your necks, because that is every person, both dead and alive, in this old WWE universe of ours standing there with you Roman at your back that's the people who call themselves wrestling fans your people feel their breath quaking with yours hear their blood drumming in your ears pounding through your table Roman and Jay's table and Sammy's table and Solo's table and Jimmy's table and Paul's too <laughs> that's your blood red as Eddie Guerrero's face in that match with JBL an ancient book of dreams because that's what you carry with you Roman over 50 years of revolutionary force in the world of sports and entertainment and the business as a whole they'll always say we are too nerdy it's just a phase they'll say it's not even real grow up you virgin I just don't get it why wouldn't you watch real fighting but despite all that we are still here because this is our lives so Roman, my tribal chief, our <laughs> tribal chief, we acknowledge you. Take that pin-filled hand of Logan Paul straight away. Stomp a mud hole into that son of a bitch. Spark him out and don't let him lay a finger on your beautiful, beautiful head. Squash this outsider. <laughs> Make sure the respect of the professional wrestling business as a whole remains intact. Do it for Bruno. Do it for Taker, Austin Rock, Cena, Hornswoggle, Tamina, everybody who gave their lives to do something that is really hard, both inside of the membrane and outside of it too. Roman, kick his bastard head off and win the quickest squash match in wrestling history. Because if you don't, you're just giving them more ammo to laugh at us with. Wow. Oh, that deserves... 
So basically, I want Roman to win quickly. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Now this is nine. Oh, this is nine pitches. That's what I want to happen. <laughs> yeah, but what's the pitch there? You just want Roman to win. It's really a squash quickly. match. <laughs> it's what a revolutionary with, thought. No, I'm just going to address. What's with the impassioned address to Roman Reigns? It's a rallying cry. Because <laughs> there's the bit of doubt on SmackDown now. Oh, Logan's got pins in his hand mm. and he broke it. Mm. What if he lands the punch with the pin-filled hand, Roman? They're creating doubt and I'm terrified they're going to do it. Yeah. They're not going to do it. They they're might. They're not, not going to do, do it. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. And he's down. They wouldn't do it. There'll be a, there'll be a moment. There will be a moment in the match where Logan does hit Roman. It can only mm. be one. And everyone thinks, oh no, That's it. he will kick, he surely will mm-hmm. kick out. He's got to. But what if he doesn't? Shenanigans though. What for the it future was, of cold Arlick wrestling if he doesn't? brilliant, that. My, I, I, my arms are goosebumps. I did English literature at university, right? And never have I heard anything like that. Me neither. That's fantastic. He's like got me pumped. Michael Sheen okay. uh, for the inspiration there. Was that a... Co-opted from his. Just, I, I nicked it from the speech he gave to the Welsh football team early this year while they were just having oh. a meeting. Oh, but you made why it better. Did he, why yeah. did he do that? I just randomly early this year, just about going to the World Cup the for the first about, time since fifty. The bit about hearing Logan's theme music. What was that bit then? Oh, that was just me making it wrestling related. But what was like that, that bit from I in the original? All oh, right, fair enough. That was really good. It was some sort of hymn about Michael or John? I don't. Know. Oh, right. This, it's on BBC Sports <laughs> website if you want to see the actual. I think I've seen the thumbnail for it, but I've not watched it. But that was better than the original. That, that was really, really much, good. Yeah. I that hope that really someone good. sends this to Roman and to Paul and the rest of the bloodline. No, obviously... Someone will clip that on Twitter and it'll be shared about that. Oh, yeah. That'll be yeah. good. We um, need to rally together wrestling fans. Come on, Roman! Yeah. <laughs> Do it for us. We've but... had so little in life. <laughs> We've ended up here as wrestling fans as adults. <laughs> and if Logan beats you, it's over. Um, it's over. What, our jobs and that? Everything uh, to do with wrestling's finished. Or would it, just to, be, just to play devil's advocate... Would would it boost temporarily interest in the wrestling business mm. and provide more ad revenue for us? Potentially. Oh. <laughs> um, so what was I going to say? All oh, right. So it's a yes from me. It's a squash match. It, 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 it was. It wasn't just the wasn't just the point of the pitch. Obviously, it was the way it was presented. It was fantastic. Um, second only in my mind to Mike Bassett's rendition of Rudyard Kipling's "If" yeah. uh, from Mike Bassett, England manager. That was on the shortlist, but I thought it was. Do you going to do that one as well? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it's too common. If all around oh, you okay. and all that, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's a yes from me. Never lose the common touch, Roman. No. No. Never lose the common touch. Not knowing what that was sort of in reference to in terms of where you got the uh, structure for the for the whole spiel there. Uh, goosebumps. Yeah, I it. had goosebumps, Ross. Yeah. And I think they should play that before the match actually happens at Crown Jewel. And I think if it's shared about enough, it very well could be. I reckon be as well. that might get shared in the WWE I think it genuinely, locker room. I think it could be. And I reckon Logan will quake in his booties. Aye. And Paul will be like, Roman, look at the. He believes in you. Aye. He believes in That's you. That's why he might need to get him <laughs> over the finish line. When Roman's down and out and he needs to kick out, <laughs> what's his special play in his mind? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> Andrew. Yeah. Follow that. Then, How are we going to follow then? that? That's the You'll question. You'll do with ease because you steal the show every bloody time I, you're on this. No, I don't know. Cam- Sorry to interrupt you there, Andrew, but off camera, I said to Andrew, Andrew, my first pitch is the most Andrew pitch I've ever written. And Andrew <laughs> went, just you wait and see what I've written. Oh, I've got a God. bloody book. He's got a double sided A4. But I like today, to trick everyone because, yeah, I double sided it, don't I? There's a lot <laughs> of writing on here. Just in case anyone had tried to read mine there on the card. Whoa. Well, 
Let's let's strap in for strap this on. one, okay? After a devastating loss at the hands of Asker and Alexa Bliss on Monday Night Raw, we see Damage Control making their way to the arena. You can clearly see the dejection on their faces after losing the titles, with Sky and Kai trying to apologize profusely to Bailey, who quickly shuts the pair up and says she doesn't want to hear it at the moment. And this happens throughout the night as well. So we cut backstage between matches to see Bailey alone in the locker room with Sky and uh, I always get it like tongue tied. Sky Sky and Kai continually trying to make amends to no avail, telling her teammate that she's trying to focus on the match against Bianca Belair. She'll talk to them later. And whilst writing this, obviously we had the uh, announcement that they are going to have a match. So for the sake of the pitch, let's just say they go for the match. They don't do it. They're very sad and okay. that they haven't pleased Bailey as of yet. One final cut backstage before the match shows Bailey in the locker room on the phone. All we hear her say is, I'm sorry I've been distant. I've got things to take care of tonight. Look, I know you've got my back out there. And once I'm Raw Women's Champion, I'll make sure those women's tag team titles are draped across your shoulders once again. Damage control will be back on top. Her music plays and out to the ring she goes. So Bianca and Bailey have a ruddy cracking last woman standing match, right? Weapons are introduced, more Bailey to belly table spots, kendo stick showdowns, the whole shebang. But when it looks like Bailey's about to be KOD'd off the apron to the outside for a finish, here comes Sky and Kai with the distraction to gain favor once again with Bailey. This, of course, brings out the women's tag team champions in Bliss and Asuka, and a brawl ensues between the four women that escalates into the crowd with the baby faces chasing off the heels, seemingly out of the arena. Now, I also put this in there for context. Let's not forget, obviously, this is Saudi Arabia, so the attire these women are wearing, I'm, get, I'm, I'm thinking they've got, like, their wrestling tights on, and specifically for this pitch to work, they've got hoodies on, okay? okay. They've got hoodies on. This, however, affords Bailey enough time. She gets to uh, she gets to reverse the KOD off the apron, and in doing so, she manages to place herself back in the ring, and she pulls Bianca along with her over the top rope using Belair's hair. As Belair crashes down to the canvas, Bailey executes a number of rose plants to ensure the champ is down. However, she doesn't stop there. As Belair lays on her back stunned, Bailey uses Bianca's own hair against her. My goodness! As the challenger ties the champ's hands to the bottom rope. As the count to 10 from the referee grows ever closer and Bianca starts to regain consciousness. Now aware of the situation, from the rampway once again appear Bliss and Asuka, who charge into the ring to try and help their friend. But before they come to the rescue, they're blindsided by what appears to be Kai and Sky, who hop over the barricade to keep the tag champs at bay. With Bailey staring directly into Bianca's eyes as she struggles to release herself, the referee counts to 10. Bailey is the new Raw Women's Champion. After having neutralized the tag champs on the outside, the hooded Kai and Sky enter the ring to join Bailey and adding insult to injury as they attack a defenseless Bianca Belair. The tag team raise Bailey's arms in victory, only something. It isn't quite right, is it? Oh my God. The camera cuts to the rampway, revealing a confused Kai and Sky beaten and slowly limping their way to the ring. Who's in the ring? Right, right, after the confrontation (laughs) they had earlier in the match with the women's tag champs. Bailey, also puzzled now, puzzled, 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 looks slowly to each of the hooded figures standing by her side. She steps away from the figures as Kai and Sky enter the ring. Now standing in the middle between Kai Sky and these imitators, Bailey, she can't quite believe what she's seeing. What's going on? I'm seeing double. I've not even had a drink. Turning <laughs> towards her stable mates, 
Her expression morphs itself from one of concern to a wry smile, simply uttering, Sorry, ladies, as the hooded imitators attack the former women's side champions, revealing themselves to be a returning Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Whoa, the whoa, Iconics whoa, whoa, whoa. returned. Whoa, you've absolutely had my pants down. <laughs> I did not think. What? My trousers have remained on at the sight of Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Oh, yeah, that's not what I mean. I'm still flabbergasted. know what I mean. The Iconics are back. Just like to clarify. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. I, ju I just meant that Andrew's swervy swerved me. Double swerve. <laughs> in the car. Why? Oh, we're off this Bloody way. hell. Hey, I'll get you. Always wear a seatbelt, <laughs> I'll everybody. get you. Always wear a seatbelt. But was, why, why? Was that the end of the pitch there? Yeah. Why? Bloody hell. Why? Tell me why. Bailey is just, she's had enough, right? Damage control can't get on the same page. We, they can't have tag championship belts and the Raw Women's Championship belt at the same time. She's getting frustrated now. She's like, why have I brought these people in from NXT and they're not getting the bloody job done properly, are they? Are they not so really you know helping what I'll me do? Out? With all due respect, I'll get two worse wrestlers. Oh, no! They're intelligent. They're intelligent. They've, they're intelligent. They've, they've been away they've, now. They've right? been Bailey for the Women's Tag Team Championship. Yeah. She knows how dangerous oh, they can be. I would argue that Kai and Sky are the most profound wrestlers in the world. They may be on NXT, but have they yeah. done it in the big leagues? In know? the big leagues, right? <laughs> right? And they've been away now. They've been to Impact. They've got the knockouts tag team championships there. I think they've become a more revered team. I think people like them a lot what more now. Than iconic. Oh, iconic. iconic. Than, than they might have been in the past. So I was like, instead of it just being, we get the Sasha and the Naomi thing quite a bit. I was like, why not shake it up a little bit? I feel like WWE now as well um, would appreciate them a little bit more too. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the That's pitch. Good. I liked it. It's a yes from me. There's just one concern, yeah. but the good outweighed the bad for this. Okay. Uh, my only worry is that it makes Kai and Sky look a little bit feeble. Little well, bit that's weak. the thing. Maybe it does start with, and then Fuel they like, come, yeah, yeah. I get it. They could mm. turn face. Mm -hmm. um, also, I like how it leaves perhaps the two women that we were thinking it was going to be yeah. for maybe a future feud or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. And also, because I was thinking too, like again, at the moment, with everything that happened on Raw and the title change, it still doesn't feel like a good fleshed out division, in my yeah, opinion. So more. I was like, need more teams. Need Fair more play. teams, like proper established teams. Well, it's a yes from me. Do you know what? Yeah. Even though I would like to see the II Connors come back, I'm going to give it a no. Okay. I think the damaged controlled book has not yet been finalized. Okay. I think there's still a few chapters there's to go. something there. So I still think, you know, they're, they're going through a tough time at the mm -hmm. moment. I would argue too soon in their lineage. But yeah. um, I think there's more to go for them. So okay. I'm going to keep them together. Just bring them back a different way, Andrew. If we're rewriting that entire pitch, we you know, get to the same result, but <laughs> yeah. just, you know, changing everything else about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> just change it all then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. You know, just, a little bit. Yeah. Um, this, my first pitch is the most Andrew pitch I've ever done. Okay. So uh, we get to the OC and AJ Styles versus the Judgment Day. Carl Anderson is absolutely, absolutely taken out on the outside by four mysterious men in balaclavas. Oh we all love balaclava it. Route. I have the ref is distracted by Rhea Ripley at the time, though, which allows Dominic Mysterio to low blow AJ Styles and roll him up with a handful of tights and his feet on the ropes for the win. Every heel trick in the book just to justify Dom getting a pinfall on AJ Styles. Mm. After the match, the masked figures get in the ring and lay out Gallows and AJ as well. So all three members of the club are down and out. The Judgment Day look confused about this. They seem happy anyway because they got the win. Bala steps forward and extends his hand and gets blasted with a rainmaker. 
Oh my goodness me! Stop it. You look genuinely worried. <laughs> I mean, it could be anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the figures unmasked to reveal Kazuchika Okada, Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroki Goto, and Rocky Romero, possibly the three most prominent members of the Chaos Faction, and the one who speaks fluent English as well, <laughs> handily for this. The Judgment Day are annoyed to see their leader, la- leader laid out by the, but the numbers are against them, and the invaders clear the ring and all continue to hit their finishes on Styles, Bala. Gallows and Anderson. What could tie these four men together, perhaps? Yeah. Um, Rocky Romero gets on the mic and explains why they're in WWE. When Carl Anderson left New Japan with the Never Openweight title, that was an insult not only to New Japan management, but to every single wrestler in the promotion. That's why New Japan president Takami Obari, I googled that to make sure it was correct, (laughs) enlisted the Chaos Faction to get that title back by whatever means necessary. But now the Chaos are here, they've decided to go a slightly different route and deal with the problem at its very source. The reason that Carl Anderson felt he could leave with the belt is because he's a member of a certain club, a club who thought they were above the traditions of New Japan. Well, now Chaos are here to deal with that club once and for all, and what better way than by destroying three of its most notorious members and its original founder, points at Finn Balor, and by destroying them all in war games. And I've put, now obviously this is very exciting. The Build to Survivor series sees the Chaos Lads turn up more and wreak havoc because even though their baby faces in New Japan and Bullet Club are the heels, I think the dynamic should be reversed here. Mm. They are running riot, especially because Bala and AJ can't get on the same page. They're still rivals, so every beatdown is won by the New Japan guys. But on the Raw Before Survivor series, they get a boost when their fifth member for the War Games match is revealed to be none other than the founder of Chaos. Do you know? I was going to say Shinsuke. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Yeah. I, got, I got really excited. <laughs> yeah, I, was was waiting. I was waiting for you to say Shinsuke at some yeah, point. It's oh, God. Um, You're right there. God. <laughs> who, leads a, who leads a savage attack on WWE crew, officials, security, etc. They're proper nexusing it up mm. here. Uh, come SmackDown, the go-home show for Survivor Series. Triple H calls Gallows, Anderson, Balor, and Styles to the ring. He tells Balor and AJ to patch up their differences for the sake of this company's survival, damn it. He tells Anderson that not only is he going to do WWE proud in the War Games match, he's going to go to Wrestle Kingdom and represent WWE in defense of that never open way championship. And, sorry about the turning the page there. Uh, and he says to Gallows, you're here as well and you're really tall and you're funny in shoot interviews and stuff like that. Because I needed him to say something nice to Gallows nice. as well. Now he asks them, who is your fifth member? Yes, other Bullet Club guys might be elsewhere busy. AW, he doesn't say that by name, but but there has to be someone, right? Maybe Jay White, maybe Kenta, but they're cut off by the Chaos Lads who ambush them with weapons, and once again, they're winning the brawl. They stare down Triple H, who bravely rolls up his shirt sleeves, but of course, it's a hopeless situation. He can't get physically involved. Mm. But who should arrive to save the day than the fifth member of the oh, Bullet Club team? God. Any guesses? Tonga. No. No. Not no. Jay White. Cody Rhodes. No. 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 Cody hits the ring and rallies the Bullet Club guys who save Triple H and stand tall as we head to Survivor Series. Oh, it's convoluted. <sighs> and I promise it's the most complicated one of the three. I'm going to need video packages. <laughs> yeah. As long as I get the video packages, it's yes <clears throat> from me. Okay, fair enough. Oh. Yeah, that is. Mm. Oh. You're right. Yeah, you got. I'm excited now. Trousers back. I can't help it. That that was so good. Oh, Andrew, thank you. I'm not actually a huge fan of it. Really? I thought it was too. I mean, it's unrealistic, isn't it? But it's what I want to happen. I like it. I think that would be amazing. I don't think it's likely. No, no. But it's what we want to happen. It is what we want. And that would be what we want to happen. I think. I think that's so good. I'd like to see 
Um, I'd like to see something between Shinsuke, AJ, Finn as well. It feels like it should. It feels like yeah. it should. You've got all those factors into all these things that have made, like, you know, historical wrestling factions, and you're not mm. doing anything with all three of them together. I've Pot- never done it before. What's that? had a match with those three involved. They've had Styles and Balor. Mm. Yeah. And then they're Nakamura too sweet at the And Nakamura yeah. and Styles. Yeah. But like, man, and I guess that might be a way to rectify what was Maybe. a bit rubbish with AJ Styles <clears> and Nakamura <throat> in WWE. Possibly. Oh, the possibilities are endless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, logistically, it just can't yeah. happen. Yeah. But I, it's a big yes from me. Because okay. if, that, if that could happen, and if it did happen, that would just blow the roof off everything. I, I am it? excited genuinely to see what they do with Anderson mm. and the never open weight situation. Me too. Yeah, should be good. Um, Ross. So Bray Wyatt's making his in-ring <coughs> appearance at the Crown Jewel Premium Live event. Has he got a match or is this just a... It, it just, it's been announced that he's making an appearance. Mm-hmm. So that's all we know. And this is what he's doing. He's walked out of the ring with the, the light and whatnot. He's in the ring. He's being so bashful. He's like, <laughs> oh my God, this is my first time overseas. And I can't believe you people know who I who I am. Like, isn't the internet and globally broadcast TV a wonder of this mortal plane we call this world? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. A-Town down. It's oh. Here he comes. Bertie Big Bollocks himself. The Here he heads down to the ring. Total shift from being all bashful. <laughs> <laughs> Bertie Big Bollocks Theory is coming down to the ring and he starts speaking words out of his mouth. He's like, what's this all about? Who are you meant to be? You're supposed to be here with all this hype and you're speaking like this. What even are you? This is a load of pish. I tell you what, you're supposedly this big name, right, Bray? Why you got all this hoo-ha about your person and whatnot? Everyone's excited to see you back. Well... I've only won one of my last eight televised matches dating back to the middle of August. And I got sparked out by Tyson Fury in that time, proving I'm nothing but a big dosser. So you know what? You there, you bloody pathetic. Ooh, I'm happy to see everyone. Ooh, um, I'm going to spaff in your face. Let me take you down to A-Town down right now. Me and you, and I tell you what, I'm so bloody confident I'll put this briefcase on the line because oh, I am a Fraser. No. Ooh, I'm oh, a no. Fraser Porter, a really arrogant young man. <laughs> <laughs> Bray Wyatt murders theory and leaves Saudi Arabia uh, with the briefcase. He is the new Mr. Money in the Bank. He's on the ropes doing the whole, ah, I'm going to win the bloody belts and all that sort of stuff. And we're thinking, oh my God, they're repeating the early stages of the fiend and they're going to spaff their load too quickly like they did back then with Rollins and the title and Hell in a Cell and whatnot. We're going down that road where they should never go back down again. But this triumphant Bray is walking up the ramp. The Tron goes weird and we see Uncle Ham. Howdy. He's like, ah, I, I see your lad and greed get the better of you again, you little bastard. <laughs> but you don't get to sell the world again like you've done multiple times before. I do. You do as I say. But and scene. <laughs> <laughs> Go on advert for Bobby Lashley or something like that. I think why it is we're sat here, what's the bloody date? The 2nd of November 2022 was being controlled by Uncle Howdy. So him, Bray Wyatt, they're like, oh, I've never done this before. You know, the Bray Wyatt we've seen on SmackDown. Yeah, him yeah. having the briefcase and wanting to cash it in, but Howdy's stopping him and doing so in different ways for months and months and months on end is way more interesting than having Theory have the briefcase when Theory loses all the time. <laughs> and it's a nice way for Bray Wyatt to have his debut in a big showcase event like this and show us his really cool new wrestling moves. Yeah. What's he going to do? Poison Rana's. 
Why not? Why not? He looks Frankensteiners. He does, doesn't he? Aye. But there you go. Basically, Theory loses the briefcase here. Yeah, and yeah. Bray Wyatt gets it. And Bray Wyatt wants to cash it in, obviously, because he's ooh, chow. Um, but <laughs> Uncle Howdy and whatever <laughs> else gets involved, that stops him. Because I think that's where we're going, aren't we? Bray wants to do things, and he doesn't want to do things, but ultimately Uncle Howdy or whatever this thing is is going to tell him what to do, and he has to do it. Well, I'll give, him a, I'll give it a hesitant yes, because I like that it furthers this dynamic between Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy. As long as Bray doesn't actually end up cashing in, yeah. I think mm. we should keep him away from them. I think that's the right way as well. Yeah. If this Uncle Howdy is actually mm. controlling his being, yeah, it's like Uncle Howdy's quite creepy. Actually, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tom. Tom called him old Greg on the news yesterday. Oh, he does look like old Greg. Does. I can't. Ru- Tom's ruined. I can't unsee that now. No, it's like old Greg and then masks oh. from Burr Selector as well, like <laughs> morphed into one. Do you like, uh, do you like Bailey's? <laughs> Drink Bailey's from a shoe. Yeah, he's I'm just... going to Scott. No, I'm going to. I'm not going to do the Marilyn Manson thing from uh, Bo Select. Oh yeah, oh, no, God, no, no, no. Let's not Mashed do that now. Potato. <laughs> um, is it a yes or a no from you, Andrew? <sighs> oh, See, my second, one, my second one's a Bray Wyatt one. He can want more than one thing in life. And I am. Um, I'm going to say no because I don't <gasps> think I want Bray Wyatt with the belt. It's an Andrew. No. Uh, no. Wow. I don't want to see Bray Wyatt with a briefcase. Do you want me to pin you up against that wall? <laughs> Jeez, no. Yeah, yeah. you'd be a great wrestler, you. I'd be a, you what? sold that threat like I a wrestler. Well, <laughs> it's real. It's real. Yeah. He's done plenty of you things You know when a wrestler gets a fright and does like a back bo- like a bump? <laughs> yeah. So good. Um, it, it's a no from me just because I, I think there's still a more interesting story to be told away from having the briefcase there. And I like the idea that we've been hearing at the moment in the news that perhaps Siri holds on to it until the next Money in the Bank match mm. and he's got a sliver of time to cash it in and actually do something with it. Could he cash it on Roman and Logan's match? Surely not. No. Okay, fair enough. Unless he did, he probably might do. And then he just gets, he might get the KO punch. From Logan, he yeah. gets punched off Logan. Yeah. Oh, he has got a handful of pins. Why are we pretending now that Logan's got knockout power? Where's that come from? Pins? Yeah, Paul Heyman. Got has death. he ever knocked out anyone? I don't know. Have they, a his, boxer. His boxer. Has he not though? I don't know. I don't think he has. Is he not? His brother has. His brother has. Yeah. His, yeah. Just boxing and I. <laughs> in their <laughs> choreographed boxing matches. Yeah. Oh. Where, they, where the impact of the punches are real, but how they get there is very much choreographed. Oh. Imagine if. IMO. Imagine if Roman never actually gets hit right, but to sell <laughs> to sell how hard the punch is. Right, Logan punches straight through the money in the, in the bank briefcase. Right, sparks out theory and sparks theory out through the. Why has he got the pins in his hand? How did he get the pins in his uh, hand? Didn't Heyman, he say... Heyman said he was at synagogue and he, he was learned from a doctor who knew a doctor who knew yeah. Logan's yeah. doctor that Logan once broke his hand and got pins in. So it's not actually real. Well, I, not actually well, I don't think, it's I think real. on a podcast because I was looking into this as well. Like, oh, is it real or not? I think on a podcast a while ago, he actually he went somewhere in Germany, I think, and was trying to do you know those test of strength punching bag things. Oh, it might be the Bergman's party hot. And like completely, I think he either like missed it and hit the wall or something. And he oh, actually, is that real? I think he broke his hand. Yeah, Whoa. so he had to have pins in it. Oh, fair what, enough. What a tonk. what a tonk. <laughs> Whatever a tonk is. And what a tonk. Reckons he's a boxer, does he? Yeah. Shout out to Bergman's Party Horse, by the way. What's that? If you know where, it's in this in the the big square in Berlin. Oh, really good. I wasn't on this trip. I wish I I hadn't heard about. Well, all the lads came back full of tales of Bergman's Party Horse. Oh no, wait! It was an England away game. (laughs) Sorry, I've mistaken this for when WCPW went to Germany. I've never been there with uh, the rest. Neither have I. Uh, Oh, sorry, this was on an England trip. I was in England away. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We'll beat them 3-2. Blimey, Jamie, Jamie Barley. 3-2, yeah. yeah. Um, Meaningless friendly. <laughs> Andrew, what's your second pitch? Sorry about that. Just, yeah. My second one is also a Bray Wyatt pitch. And um, you got to indulge me a little bit. Go on. Because we're doing all That's the right. pick parts and all the silly bits and all the oh, spooky aye. bollocks and everything. Right. Bray Wyatt makes his way to the ring to cut another promo. He addresses the viewers and the audience directly once again, practically resuming where he left off on SmackDown before being interrupted by Uncle Howdy. Now, as I've just said, Please do indulge me as I go down, for lack of a better term, a rabbit hole on this one. Okay. Okay, right? When addressing the audience directly in the ring, mic in hand, Bray has been very emotional, and rightly so as well. He's been very open about a lot of things, but one thing that's felt a little bit odd to me is that even though he's been interrupted by Uncle Howdy, he's never actually acknowledged to the audience the fact he's been cut off multiple times by this masked figure. But... On the October 21st edition of SmackDown, Bray cut another promo, this time backstage, where at first it seems as though he's addressing us as the audience, but then it becomes apparent that he might perhaps actually be addressing Uncle Howdy because he says, I wanted you to stop saying my name. I wanted you to leave me the hell alone, but I confess that I'm really glad you didn't. I needed you. I needed all of you. You pulled the spears out of my ribs. You pulled me up. You told me what I was supposed to do without even having to tell me. And I'm thankful for that because now I can see. I know who you are. I know what you want. I know what you're trying to do, but it won't work. I confess that this journey, uh, I confess that along this journey, I'm going to do horrible, horrible things, but I will never feel sorry for them. I'm just a servant now. I go where the circle takes me. So I feel like there's some sort of dichotomy here, right? Bray speaks from the heart in front of the audience. And what he says is truthful. But in front of such a huge crowd, maybe perhaps to struggle to really let others in into what is actually going on. But when he's speaking in such an intimate setting backstage, he feels much more comfortable bearing all and addressing his demons. So the QR codes recently as well that have been released show a psychiatric evaluation of Bray, as well as a picture of Bray with his eyes crossed out and liar written repeatedly across his face, right? So to me, it feels as though Uncle Howdy is trying to like expose Bray Wyatt in some manner in front of the audience and make the audience doubt the seemingly heartfelt words that Wyatt is speaking. And this leads to Bray finally speaking out about the situation at Crown Jewel. So Bray comes out to the ring. 
And he apologizes to the audience and viewers for not being completely truthful with them. Whilst yes, the fans have helped raise him and his confidence up to where he is right now. It'd be remiss of him if he didn't acknowledge the fact that those demons once within him made him a stronger person too. And that's the reason he can see more clearly than ever now. He heard them all calling his name. He heard them all clamoring to come out to have a face once again. But Bray, the real Bray this time, was able to finally keep his head above water. He was able to breathe and seek clarity. But within that clarity came the reality that those battles will forever remain a constant. And for the rest of time, he'll forever feel tempted to... And then Titan Strong starts going mental. Right. And then what? <laughs> And that's when Uncle Howdy finally oh, appears. I thought on that the was screen. the end of the pitch. I was going to be like, hang on, we need more than that. He congratulates Bray for opening up, for finally acknowledging who he is and where he came from. But he's a fool if after all this time, after all these reincarnations, he thinks he can cast them aside and move on. He unleashed them all into this world. He killed the world. So revel in what you really are. Embrace your fears before your fears embrace you. Oh, oh the yes. strong cuts in the arena remains in darkness. But Bray ignites his lantern and slowly brings it up to his face. But as he does so, it also reveals that Uncle Howdy is standing directly in front of him. Bray, he's shocked. He tries to take everything in. But as he slowly steps back, we see other lanterns around the ring slowly start to ignite as well. And it reveals all the faces of the other Firefly Funhouse characters we saw at Extreme Rules. Uncle Howdy laughs maniacally as he gradually steps closer to Bray when he suddenly blows out the lantern while it is holding. And as the arena lights return, no monster is oh. <laughs> And I, I like, I genuinely think with Bray Wyatt now being classed as a babyface internally on the roster, I feel as though, and we've seen sort of like all the Firefly Funhouse characters out sort of in the crowd and everything. So there's like human manifestations of them. So I wonder if it's kind of like some sort of metaphor for maybe mental health and battling all this stuff. And Bray Wyatt is going to take on these demons that maybe take the form of other wrestlers. Um, you know, maybe we see like Bo Dallas and everything as well. And and they're so the heels in this situation. Is, is Uncle Howdy ultimately going to be Bo Dallas? In your I think so. I think that's going to be like maybe it, the final big reveal kind of what's thing. What's with... This isn't, sorry, it's not about your pitch, but like it's, Howdy, it's just Howdy Dallas Cowboys. It's get like, is that where... I don't know. Wasn't is that, is that, is that what that it is? Been yeah. I, I think it, the actual story is in they were Barry Windham. Yeah, I think it, I oh. think that was it. Yeah. Cowboy Barry Windham, oh, right. Uncle Howdy, right, 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 right. and 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 all that sort of. Sorry, stuff. but yeah, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, I think <clears throat> like I think I, I think the better idea of the Wyatt Six is that it's these sort of six uh, personalities of Bray that he's had in the past that have finally come to like. Uh, into like a human form and maybe they, t they take on the roles of different wrestlers and then it's Bray taking on them one by one until we finally get like the big him and Uncle Howdy sort of showdown. So it's not necessarily Bray controlling the Wyatt Six. It's like the Wyatt Six being their own separate thing to try and coax Bray back into yeah. being part of all this. You know what casts, casts doubt? Because I agree with everything you said there, but there's one yeah. thing that casts doubt. What's that? When Wyatt returned at Extreme Rules, he wore the mask that un Uncle Howdy had on. So mm. I think there's a chance that Wyatt's a split personality mm. and he's actually Howdy while pretending to be someone else in front of the mm. crowd. Oh, Who knows true. what might happen? Who knows? Who knows? That's why it's so exciting. I tell you what, though, there's one little thing I would add to that picture. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. Otherwise. Oh, thank you very much. A little scene where, you know, the lights go off and you hear Bray getting beaten up. I like to see him carried out, like crucifix style. Oh, by that'd the, be kind of cool. The visual yeah. of like, his, his demons getting the better of him. That'd oh, be good. Symbolic. That'd be very, very good. Because I feel like that is 
I feel like that's why we might go with this. Yeah. I think there's a deeper meaning to it than just, you know, just other regular things. Yeah. It's a yes from me as well. Thank you. Um, I enjoyed both Brave Pitchers. So you can, as Ross said, like two you things. You can like one, two things. One, two things at once. Ketchup yeah. and mustard. Yes. Peanut and I like both those things. Oh, I don't like peanut butter. Oh, mental. I'm not a fan of peanut butter no. either. What? But I don't mind peanuts themselves, you know. Together. I it's like the best. Well. Honey roasted nuts? Oh, they're good. Oh, yes. They're good. Uh, my second pitch addresses the issue with the first pitch I did, the New Japan one. I've said the issue with my previous pitch is that it doesn't give us a nice bloodline war games match. The men's war games match is this now Bullet Club and yeah. Chaos thing. So what do we do? At Crown Jewel, the Usos successfully defend their tag team titles against the Brawling Brutes. They celebrate backstage while the next match is Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, but that match doesn't go as planned. Because I don't think either man should really be losing, let's say the ring can't contain them and we get like a double count out or a no contest, with both men brawling violently around into the backstage area. Eventually, they clatter into the Bloodline's dressing room. Roman isn't there because we've learned earlier in the night that he'll be arriving late, cocky about his match with Logan Paul, or perhaps listening to Ross's speech on repeat to get himself... <laughs> Come on, Roman! Uh, the Usos are there, though, in the Bloodline's dressing room after their match, and they're celebrating, and they don't like Lesnar and Lashley bursting in and knocking... <laughs> Knocking over all their food and slushies and stuff. I was going to say drinks, but then Saudi Arabia is a dry country, so yeah. they'd have slushies, I think. They love Waffle House, don't they, as well? Maybe they've got <laughs> Jay waffles. Uso perked right up when Sammy <laughs> mentioned Waffle House. Um, the Usos hit a pair of super kicks, but it turns out to be a big mistake because Brock and Bobby are only staggered by them. Uh, Lashley charges and spears one of the Usos through the locker room door, which collapses while Lesnar F5s the other one through a table. This all sets up the Usos versus Brock and Bobby for the tag team titles on the following SmackDown. The extra stakes being, of course, that the Usos are rapidly closing in on the New Day's record title reign. To make matters worse, Adam Pearce makes it no DQ to ensure that the Usos don't try and weasel their way out of it. This backfires, however, as the Usos win thanks to interference from Sami Zayn and Solo Sokoa with probably Lashley getting pinned because you mm. don't really want Lesnar getting pinned. Um, this sets up Solo Sokoa versus Bobby Lashley, which I think is an interesting way to go and a great way of getting Solo over more, as well as the bonus match of Brock Lesnar versus Sami Zayn, which is a match <laughs> I'm genuinely interested in seeing. Yeah. The Usos can face maybe the Creeds at Survivor Series for some NXT representation. I forgot when I was writing this that it's actually pretty deadly who are the... Yeah, mm. champions. They'll lose it before Survivor Series to the Creeds and then the Creeds will come in. <laughs> Um, and maybe also Roman versus Bron Breaker in a champion versus champion match. Oh, um, so there we go. That's quite. I, I kind of like the way around. It's not that. a grand pitch. It's just to set up several. Little I quite ones. like that though. Thank you. And there's and there's a few in there as well that you you might not have sort of uh, known that you wanted, but then when you put it out there, you're like, mm. oh, actually, that would mm. be quite interesting. And then it gets a bit more rub for NXT people at the same yeah. time too. Getting NXT involved in Survivor Series, gotta happen. That, that was happen. just like an addendum. Oh, yes. The main meat of this was the tag team Very situation. Just forget about SmackDown. Okay. Yeah. Just make it Raw versus NXT. <laughs> That's what we want to see. Okay, then. Fair yeah, it's a yes from me. Oh. I think that would be, yeah, it's a yes from me. I Cheers think that would be really, really cool. Thank you. What event would Sammy versus Brock happen at? Hmm. Um, what's, a, what's a fitting hmm. stage for such an event? Because there's no more pay-per-views after Survivor Series also, for the end of the year. would Brock be the heel? Yeah, I guess, I guess he would so. be. Yeah. I think it would just be a fun dynamic, like Pac versus Orange Cassidy mm. was before Pac was a heel. Or was Pac a heel in the first one? Yeah, yeah he was. Yes, he was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Um, Brock would have to be the... 
<laughs> and we got the little tease though that though, didn't we, on SmackDown ages ago too. Sami Zayn and Brock Lesnar, they were like friends for a little bit, and then Brock oh, just yeah, like started yeah. Woo, yeah. shoving woo. him around. Woo! <laughs> so that'd be nice too, if we come full circle back round to that. Mm, I, I didn't like even think that. of that. Yeah. And Lesnar tied up Sami Zayn at that random pay-per-view in 2019. Was it 18, 2019? Oh, he did, didn't he? Tight, and then he took the place oh, in the Money in the Bank. Oh, Money match. in the Bank, yeah. yeah. This yeah. has to happen. Yeah. This has to happen. Come full circle. Ross, what's your final pitch? Lashley versus Lesnar is where I'm going because I feel like we've already seen what the match is going to be in the little brawls the pair have had on Raw over recent weeks. So I remembered that I read an interview Bobby Lashley did with the illustrious Sean Ross Sapp earlier this year okay. where Bobby said, I know other, uh, I knew that we are doing stuff with the UFC. Vince and Stephanie, in brackets McMahon, and all of them were sitting at ringside, and I was in the stands. Also, I'm texting Vince, can I get in there? He's like, come on. Um, <laughs> so I still have it in me. I love fighting. That's what Bobby Lashley said. Well, do you know? want to do the MMA and whatnot. So early in the show, <coughs> excuse me, Lesnar and Lashley have a bit of a non-physical showdown backstage where, I don't know, you get it set up where Bobby trips over Reggie and you know, spills his coffee down Brock Lesnar's muscle tits, <laughs> something like that. Um, oh, where's Reggie? Yeah, where is Reggie? Where is Reggie? I know. Yeah. A, with the one blight on Triple H's sheet mm, of bookings Reggie. at the moment. Um, Lesnar's like, wait, well, no, you can't be doing that, Bobby lad. <laughs> me and you right now. Does one of those screams. Wrestling. But the wrestling ring won't do. Huh? I know you fancy yourself to be a bit of a better than me at fighting, because that's what basically Bobby said on Raw last week. Brock Lesnar's a copy of Bobby Lashley, <laughs> something like that. He's like, Lesnar's like, prove it, let's go. And I know there's a life... <laughs> this is Lesnar, uh, Lesnar again. I know there's a life-size UFC octagon in that there car park. Let's get <laughs> out there. I'll see you out there, Bobby Lashley. And then Bobby Lashley says, I'll see you out there, Brock Lesnar. So there we have ourselves an MMA fight in a proper cage in the car park outside. Fans can surround the cage if they want to, to help create an atmosphere. It will be really good, in my opinion. Um, but no doubt the powers of the beat can slip the pair an extra half million to make it work for them as well. <laughs> um, so uh, Bobby wants to fight. Lesnar likes to fight. Finley likes to fight. It's just because I feel like with the brawls they've had, we've seen what it's going to be. So let's do something different. And that is a shoot fight. Oh, it would be a real fight. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, get I this, thought you meant it would be the... like, a, like a fight pit style work No, fight. proper real. octagon. Get wow. Lesnar back in there. If, as long as they're on board, of course. Would that close the show? No. <laughs> That's a mid-card fight. <laughs> a mid-card fight. For Roman's... UFC champion Brock Lesnar. Roman squash is closing the card. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. of course. After the big show. Maybe this is the semi-mania. Yeah, oh, yeah. I would love it if I thought you meant it would be a wrestling match and there's a spot where they no, spear each a... other through the... And then they're running around in the car park with fans going, oh! <laughs> oh no, it's just randomly, because it's Saudi Arabia, there's an octagon in the car park. It's, and the commission over there. I'm, I'm sure there's no... <laughs> Saudi Arabian government aren't going to step in the way and be like, whoa, 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 this can't happen. Of course they'll sanction it. Yeah. Aye, aye. yeah. I'm sure we're going to afford to give them an extra half million. Aye. Yeah. I feel bad for Bobby Lashley because he'd probably get battered. Do you reckon? Yes. I think Bobby would hold his own, you know. No, I don't. <laughs> no? Well, I know they've both got legit fighting experience, yeah, yeah. but I, I always assumed that Lesnar was at a different level. He's a UFC champion. But he's I getting guess. on for 47. So Lashley. Lash oh, he is, yeah. <laughs> but look at the intrigue it's created already mm. yeah it's what we want to happen and I want to see those two big meaty Go men on, it's a yes from me yeah it's legitimately yes slap yes a yes from me oh. as well that would oh, do you think they could actually do something like that at some point Bye. all the big fights happen in Saudi Arabia now yeah. yeah or is it Abu Dhabi 
Both. Both, yeah. Both, yeah. AJ, man, man's oh, not. Oh, we had his yeah. rematch against... Um, uh, that man, huh? Ruiz. Yeah. Yeah, and that was in Saudi Arabia, wasn't it? The smaller Ruiz, huh? His little brother. He lost all the weight, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then wasn't as good. Then he ducked Tyson Fury. <laughs> then the true Geordie got caught in the crossfire. <laughs> I want to see Tyson Fury versus true Geordie. <laughs> Does true Geordie box? Don't know. I, just, I, I think just to keep fit, I think. Yeah. He's not a professional boxer. No. Would you do it? With all would this I fight YouTube Tyson boxing? Fury? No. <laughs> but no, right. Because of YouTube boxing and everything, would you do a YouTube We've talked about this thing? before. Would you do it? Uh, depends on the money. Yeah, whatever money's on I'd get yeah. knocked out for several grand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine if you won as well. I mean, it'd it'd probably not, good, but, it probably not, but we probably wouldn't. Who, it depends who you get faced up against as well. Mm. I wouldn't fight Jake Paul. Yeah, he's he's knocking out Anderson Silva. That's right. Mm. I would fight in a Jake Paul fight. For lots of money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for all, lots of money. It's yeah. all choreographed in it. Yeah. yeah. I know the impact. <laughs> I know the impact's real, the but you know, that... I'll be like, go on then, Jake. Just get out the way, will you? <laughs> the thing yeah. that I wouldn't like is the. Assuming I got knocked out, I wouldn't like a gif of that to live on forever. Oh, I'll take it. I'll be on my yacht. Every single tweet you make, someone would reply like, and I'll be on my yacht, drinking pina coladas. (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, yeah, true. Yeah, fair enough. Um, (laughs) Andrew. Yes, I'll do my final pitch for you all. So backstage, we see the Bloodline in their locker room preparing for their respective matches of the night. We see Paul Heyman. He's on the telephone. There's a lot of telephone going on tonight. That lady Gaga. Yeah, right. To telephone, to telephone. Looking a little concerned, we hear the wise man say they'll relay a message onto the tribal chief immediately. Roman, looking irritated by this, tells Heyman he better not be about to doubt his abilities and tell him some what-if BS like he did on Friday. Heyman reassures Reigns that's not the case, but he's got word that Jake Paul and KSI will be sat at ringside throughout the pay-per-view. Say their names and (laughs) they'll appear. Also, while while Ross is interjected there, I just have to apologize to Ross for when I said Lady Gaga, I said it in his signature cadence. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I said Lady Lady Gaga. And I think that... That's gimmick infringement. So, like so thank you. At least, right. at least someone does that. <laughs> Roman, Roman tells Heyman not to worry as the numbers of the bloodline clearly outweigh that of the three wannabes bloody YouTubers, eh? Plus, if anything goes awry, they've got a plan they can fall back on anyway. So don't panic, flight mechanic. <laughs> he tells Jay to be on his best behavior. This is Roman, by the way. Roman tells Jay to be on his best behavior and focus tonight because he knows that if he doesn't, Find his inner Usi. I missed that bit then. Sammy becomes a fully-fledged member of the Familia. The undisputed tag team title match arrives between the Usos and the Brawling Brutes. Sammy and Jay seem to be working cohesively. Sammy, Sammy actually helping his family, you know, whenever the referee's back is turned. Everything indeed is Usi. But in the front row, as Heyman mentioned, sits KSI and Jake Paul. They mock the Usos throughout the match, irking the hot-headed Jay Uso. For the majority, Sammy keeps Jay on track, but towards the end, the mocking gets a wee bit too much for the lad, and Jay goes to confront the YouTube stars. This subsequently leaves Jimmy alone briefly and almost costs the tag champs their titles. However, Sammy realizing he can't pry Jay away has to help Jimmy score a filthy assisted victory against the Brutes to keep those titles in the bloodline's grasp. No thanks to bloody Jay Uso. Strike one, Jamond Uso. Jamond Uso. <laughs> like Raymond. Mm. Good that. Like Raymond. 
<laughs> Backstage once again, and Roman chews Jay out. He's giving him one more chance, or that's it. He buries his hand into Jay's chest and passes him a glove as he walks out to the ring. He's like, he buries got, his hand into his chest. You've got one more chance, you know, like that. Like he's putting. Oh, like that. I thought you meant like the mummy. No, like. Oh right. And he's got like some, and he's got the Stop glove it. in his Stop hand. Oh, my I'm just telling you. I'm just visualizing. Really crest, crest my nipple on the first one. Hey, chop! Hey, chop! <laughs> <laughs> So it's main event time between <laughs> Roman and Logan Paul. The match is much... people actually walking on the <laughs> No. It could, like, FBI just slammed through the wall. The match is much more of a back and forth, I'm sorry, Ross, and much more of a back and forth affair than perhaps Roman would have hoped for. No. And after being frog splashed by Paul through the announcer's desk and rolled back into the ring, it only makes sense for the bloodline to arrive ringside to come to the so aid. Logan would have been. He hadn't beat. <laughs> he would have come, <laughs> come to the aid of the tribal chief. Jay, with the glove in hand, also obviously makes his appearance. So mm. surprise, surprise, though, as no, it's not Silla Black, but Logan Paul's brother and punchy oh, man okay. friend, KSI, hopped the barricade from their ringside seats to even the playing field. Our they haven't even the playing bit. field because they're YouTubers. <laughs> but, but, but they can box. They're boxers. <laughs> they're boxers, aren't they? Jay is still hot-headed from what happened previously in the night, and he immediately squares up to the YouTube stars. Meanwhile, inside the ring, as Roman goes to hit a sneaky Superman punch on Logan, he misses and gets KO'd by that one punch everyone oh, no has been talking way. about. This is it, everybody. This is what we want. This is what we want. Sammy and the rest of the bloodline see what's happened and they look on in shock. But what do they do? That glove that Jay is holding, that's the key factor, the difference maker in what? all of this. But he's <laughs> too busy. Well, you'll find <laughs> out. But Jay is too busy being distracted by Jake and KSI. What the bloody hell is going on? Jimmy, Solo, and Sammy try to tear Jay away, but they can't. And a full-blown scrap between both parties ensues. Oh, dearie me. At this point, though, Sammy notices that Logan's attempting a pin, so he quickly darts into the ring to distract the ref, who thankfully stops the count. Sammy darts back to the other side. Haluva kicks the influencer people. Who <laughs> Both of them at once. Oh, yeah. Who've already bopped out the other bloodline members. <laughs> so Sammy grabs the glove oh. from a down J.U. So Wait, what? You're... They've knocked out the street Andrew. champion, Solo Sokoa. Andrew, yeah, yeah. you're normally really good at these. That's all I'm going to say. What? You want this to happen? Let me get there. Let me get there. Let me get there. It's a no from me. Sammy does background to the other side. He Luma kicks the influence of people who've already bopped out the other bloodline members. He grabs the glove that's in a down Jay Uso's grasp and throws it into the ring for the tribal chief. Or whilst Logan, he's telling the ref, you should have kept counting your daft... You daft nutter. What you doing? <laughs> this affords this affords Roman enough time to swap gloves. So he swaps it. You know, he's like got his yeah, red, yeah, he's got yeah. one, and he swaps it. I'm not having that one. I'm having this one. For whatever this special one may be, he hits Logan with a Superman punch to get that pin. One, two, three. Roman leaves up the ramp, smiling profusely What's in the glove, at Sam. Andrew? Smiling profusely at Sammy, both belts in tow, along with a recovered Jimmy and Solo. They're all right now. Mm. Whilst Jay sheepishly hangs back, signifying the divide has widened further between them. Roman looks at the camera, takes the glove off, and reveals what his plan was if things got hairy. His own KO punch <laughs> to match Logan's, a hidden set of brass no! knuckles. Oh, 
That's the match. Right. Logan Paul. That's an interesting one. P- pin punch. It's a no from me. Yeah. Now, I 10 out of 10 for entertainment. Thank you. I was thoroughly entertained throughout. That's what Sports we entertained. I don't... A two, I've criticisms too. Yeah. Criticism the first is that Roman needed like all the help in the world to beat Logan Paul. It's like the opposite of Ross's first pitch. But also... It's it's a realism based criticism, I'm afraid, mm-hmm. and that's that I know that KSI and Jake Paul are not friends. Oh, are they not? No. Nah. Oh, you see, I don't know. You say they, they hate each other. Do they? From what I've seen on the YouTube, well, they come together for this occasion. <laughs> KSI and Logan Paul are all right now. Yeah, but I think KSI and Jake. Paul. All right, oh. they're making millions off that bloody water. Oh yeah, they're business oh, partners now. Maybe yeah. KSI is sat a few seats away <laughs> from Jake. Just um, a bit further up. It's a no, but a reluctant one because I was okay. sports entertained. I'm throughout. very glad you were sports mm. entertained. I already know. What My cheeks hurt. Like, I laughed a lot. Be. It was a funny one. Good. In your kayfabe, right? <laughs> In your kayfabe, and nobody else's kayfabe, Logan Paul is the second hardest man in the WWE. Harder than Brock Lesnar. Any, name any opponent Roman's had over the past this two is, years. I'm just going to find Logan Paul's boxing record right now. <laughs> and Logan Paul is above them. Well, I, this, well, is wrestling, this is wrestling, though, not boxing. No, but just to yeah. even prove it further. Yeah. This is his third match. Yep. And he's, like, already above everybody else hey, at Roman's he's dead. He beat the Miz. He beat the Miz. He beat the Miz. So? The Miz is hard. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've lost Logan a lot of faith Paul, in you today, Andrew. Logan I've lost Paul a lot of has, faith. Logan Paul has fought three boxing matches, but, but they've all been different types, so he's got three different records as well. Chess boxing. His amateur record is 0-0-1 <laughs> uh, because he drew with KSI. Uh, his exhibition record is 0-0 zero and zero because it was an exhibition where he drew with the greatest boxer of all time, Floyd Mayweather Jr. So fair play to him. Yeah, there we go. And, and, uh, and his knockouts banned or something. Yeah. yeah, and his professional <laughs> record is 0-1 and one when he lost the rematch to KSI by split decision. Legitimacy. However, what I will say is KSI is involved and he won, he beat Logan Paul, so he's even better at boxing. And he knocked out Solo Sakura or whatever. Well, KSI can be the next one That's what I mean. Oh, okay. Is he rectified? Rectified. Absolutely It all makes sense. Absolutely not. It all makes sense for us. Arguably the worst pitch that's ever happened You pitched the George Miz turns into chips. I know, it was inspired. But everybody liked that. That was inspired. No, it was... It was bad, but I was entertained by it. What you should have pitched, right, is that Roman Reigns, with his bare knuckles, knocked Logan Paul out as hard as he could, and he turned into a bottle of prime water. I think, though, because Roman's just like being like, nah, I don't need any help I'm worried that because we've said no to Andrew's pitch and because he puts a lot, admittedly puts a lot of effort into these, that he's going to actually be sad that we've said no. I I like one part. I like the wi- the widening of the gap between okay. Roman and Jay. Yeah. That's 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 I, good. I was entertained throughout. I Thank was entertained. You. I don't want to. I don't want to try and quell your creative no, spirit no, no, in no, future pitches videos. Just but, because we've laughed at one of your pitches, everyone's had bad just, days. You know, it's, it's one of. The, I don't know enough about Logan Paul, admittedly. What I feel like I've just been through is when I was in year ten and I was shown the Pain Olympics for the first time. Oh, no. I saw your man with his jam jar. Yeah. I saw the man with a little guillotine on his manhood. No. I've seen Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns and Andrew's praying. <laughs> Same sort of feeling. I, I literally, right, my only idea was, okay, so so Logan's got pins in his hand. Why doesn't Roman have brass knuckles on his hand? Because he's, he's Logan. So level it out. He's Roman Reigns. He's Roman Reigns. <laughs> he yeah, is Roman Reigns, He needs right? a lot of help these days, doesn't he? To keep the belts around his way. He's, he's got a bit older, isn't he? He's Brock Lesnar. His beard's getting a bit grey now. <laughs> 
<laughs> he needs um, all the help he can get. <laughs> right. It was a. It was. I was entertained. I, I admire oh. your spirit. Thank you. My final pitch is a recent. Oh, come on, Monica. Oh, I was in the video. No, no. Oh, dear. Um, my final pitch. So recently, obviously, I've been writing my third pitches with the use of an AI. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've done it twice now. <laughs> I think one of you wasn't here for either, or were you here I've, for I've, second? Never, I've, I've never heard you write. Oh, I've never done one. Oh, it was just both when you were away. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've been. They've not been that good because <laughs> it wasn't really an AI. It was a website where you just. It said, like, give me five adjectives, yeah. give me three character names, and it would just put together a story. Then on the second one, I realized that it was a template and then it wasn't as random as it originally seemed. So yeah. I've found a different website, which was an AI, <gasps> oh. to write my third pitch for Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul. It wanted me to write one sentence <laughs> and, then I, and then it was off. And then I could end it whenever I wanted. So I tried to find a good ending point, but it was really hard to find an ending point. So I've tried my best. So my opening sentence, my prompt was, and this AI, by the way, knew about WWE because wow. it, it started, it was really clever. It didn't make sense at all, but it named some wrestlers. So I said, Roman Reigns makes his, made his entrance to face Logan Paul at Crown Jewel 2022. That's what, that was my first, at WWE Crown Jewel 2022. That was my prompt. The AI begins. Paul took his turn. I don't know what means. Bam Bam Bigelow was introduced. Paul was not impressed. Paul tried to intimidate, but Bigelow reminded him that he too used to be a monster among men. He did, to be fair. That's pretty good. Did he? Not, not in name. No, yeah, no. no. Yeah. but in, in presence. Yeah. Then Heath Slater and Rhino made their entrance together. Paul didn't seem to recognize either one of them, <laughs> which is possibly true. Slater was to perform with the Lunatic Fringe and the Hype Bros, while the Hype Bros were to battle Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Brizango jumped in the ring and performed, leaving Gable's entrance music stuck on repeat. <laughs> Gable was wearing a very hot pink T-shirt that day. Gable was not impressed with this. Then Paul was making his entrance, only to be interrupted by Lashley. Is this a different Paul? No, this is Logan Paul, I think. Oh, I thought we meant Heyman at the start. No, no, Logan Paul. Ah, right. Um, both Paul, would you like me to start again? Or are we no, no, I remember where. Both Paul and Lashley began to brawl in the ring. Fans were delighted by this, as it was a match that did not involve Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. (laughs) Just shade being thrown by the AI. I feel like this AI was probably engineered in around 2015. I think it's just a kid that sits on his computer. (laughs) He just hates Lesnar and Rollins. Paul took the upper hand in the fight, putting Lashley on his shoulders and attacking Lashley with a chair. Uh, The final sentence, fans love a good brawl. They do? (laughs) They do. Fans do love a good brawl. So that was my... Final, that's the last time I'll be using an AI, I think. Did we bring Breezango back in that one as well? Yeah, yeah and the Hype Bros. Yes, and Heath Slater and Ryan. Yeah, yeah. A lot of tag teams yes. from the mid-2010s. Yeah, yeah. Trying to flesh out the division. Um, Logan ended up wrestling Lashley rather than Roman. Roman was never mentioned again after that first <laughs> sentence I gave it. And I like that because that means he keeps his title and Logan <laughs> Paul <laughs> doesn't beat Roman Reigns. Logan Paul beats... Well, it doesn't beat him. It just degenerates into mm. a brawl, I think. But he beats Lashley. He puts Lashley on his shoulders and then... Hits a thing, yeah, like up, like in an electric chair position that hits him with a chair. Still not happy with that part. Like that's, no. that's Bobby Lashley was speaking about here. I'd mm-hmm. like the visual of just seeing Logan Paul getting Bobby Lashley on his shoulder. Yeah. Oh no, Logan's a big guy as well. Take take change Bobby for Rhino. So Rhino's <laughs> on the shoulders. <laughs> that I'm fine with. We yeah. can't have Bobby Lashley in there. Um, there we go. That was a half yes. That was half that yes. was good. That was good. we brought Breeze and go back. So yeah. So it's a yes and a half. It's a yes. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for this pitches video. Thank you to Dan behind the camera. Cheers, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Dan there. Um, 
And yeah, thank you for watching this video as well. Why not leave your pitches in the comment section down below? Should Crown Jewel go ahead, we will be doing live stream reactions. What happened after WTF moment? WTF, yeah. All the rest of it. But of course, we're going to have to wait and see as news develops what's going to happen. Yes. So there we go. Uh, thanks very much for watching. Any final thoughts? No. Nope. Oh, cool. And we'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you very soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Mm -hmm.